Hello, we're back for our next um, preseason division preview. It's a mouthful. <laughs> um, and it's the AL West. So, yeah. What what do you think the outlook is for this division? Um, it's not as exciting as it was last year, is it really? No, not not particularly close. Last yeah, last year I think at the preseason it looked like uh, pretend the most exciting. And it sort of lived up to it a bit. But the Astros still won quite easily, really, didn't they? Well, you know, the Athletics have a bit of a fight, but the Athletics were really, really exciting last year and but it's just a bit of a shame that they had that massive overachievement, including a bit of a streak and stuff, and they lost the wildcard game. It's kind of like <laughs> a bit yeah. underwhelming. And then the Angels were obviously not good, and then the Mariners have torn it down. Um, so should we go through the teams? Yeah, okay. What, what do you want to start with? Uh, Rangers, I guess. Yeah, okay. Take... Start the Rangers. They take the least interesting mantle, I think, at the moment. Isn't on the Mariners now? I don't know. Because the Mariners have at least done stuff. Yeah, I guess. I guess the Rangers are sort of just carrying on from what they were doing last year, aren't they? Well, they've got their. They've kind of got their core of guys that aren't very good. Um, <clears throat> but are hoping they're hoping they're going to be good at some point. That like youngish, like Adore, Mazzara. Um. Uh, uh, Gallo, yeah, Gallo, yeah. I mean, guys, Gallo is sort of he's, he's quite. They're like all of them. They're kind. They are good. They're useful players, but they're not. They, you don't want them as like the centre of your team, do you? If you're going to be competing. Well, the other um, thing that's really hurt them has been Willie Calhoun just being like rubbish now. Yeah. Did he get injured or something after they traded for him? Or what was it? Uh, I don't know if he got hurt, but he was rubbish. Yeah, uh, he was just in the mind. He was meant to be a starter, wasn't he, after they traded for him. And um, he's, he's just been, he's been terrible. Um, he So last year, he lost a load of power, basically. Um, in AAA, he had a 7.82 OPS, which is like okay. But for a bat-first prospect, is not good. And then played 35 games in the majors and had a 6.02 OPS. Yeah. Because he that, was meant he was meant to be like a really good hitter, wasn't he? Yeah, he's he's so he's he's kind of part of that. Well, I'm hoping he'd be part of that group of guys that are young and are hopefully going to just like improve together. Well, they've got Ronald Guzman as well, haven't they? Um, they've got Ronald Guzman who's going to be playing first, and then uh, there's yeah. also Isaiah Kiner Falefa, who's like a catcher type. A catcher uh, type. Well, yeah, because he does other stuff. He catches really? and plays around the infield. Yeah, they uh, lost Profar, who was sort of, sort of in that group of like youngish guys. Renato uh, Nunez actually have added to that group of sort of young guys that are, they're hoping are going to break out. Because he yeah. was, um, he was like a few years ago. I think he was a really highly rated prospect at the Athletics thing, wasn't he? Yeah, I don't think it, it worked out. I don't, I don't really played uh, for the Athletics. Don't really actually play for the Major League team. I think I get what they're doing. I kind of, I, I feel like they have a path which is something and is better than some teams. Um, I'm not sure it's necessarily going to work. Um, like you said, it's basically like this young position core. Most of the guys I think we just mentioned. So actually, sorry, they don't actually have Nunez. That, that, that was that was wrong. Sorry, that was that was me. Okay. 
they had him last year and now he plays the Orioles. So I guess it didn't oh. really work out there either. But yeah, in general they've Yeah, they've got this combination of these youngish guys that they see as having upside and a few of them do like like well like Adore actually had a decent year compared to what he's done before last year. Um and also they're just trying out like like you know getting um old veterans cheap and seeing if one of those could give them a, another good year yeah so the, the rotation they've signed lance lynn shelby miller yeah. uh drew smiley they've got in the rotation with mike minor and edinson volquez and well, like they had bartolo last year is a similar sort of thing they've just getting guys that have been good before and hoping yeah i think and possibly though they're um Possibly like their best player. I mean, I guess like compared to their position in the rest of baseball, it might be like might be Jose the Clerk. Yeah, because he's like a... I don't know. Would people? I've not heard people talking about him much. I guess partly because he's a relief pitcher for like a pretty insignificant team at the moment. But he is like potentially. Well, he was ridiculous last year, but like he, he it's one of those where if he, if he can back it up, but he has like the stuff back it up and if he can I mean he's you know he's a potential like top five reliever I think yeah yeah I don't think they're looking to trade him are they I think he's basically a guy they're looking to keep hold of yeah um, I think he's under quite a bit of control yeah it's the same going for Joey Gallo because you kind of feel like these are guys that you could get something back for but I suppose they're in that slightly weird we're going to be bad, but not absolutely terrible. Um, yeah, they kind of want to... Because um, they, they're kind of hoping that some of these other guys will break out, aren't they, with them? They're a, a bit of like... Um, like a few teams are in this sort of situation, whereas instead of completely tearing everything down and just saying we're going to be bad, really bad, like as bad as possible... They're still not great, but it's all not really intentional. It's like at the same time they're not going to sign people, or mu- not many people that are going to block guys. And well, they're not, they're not like uh, prospects that have just come through either. But they're still young, like a uh, Joe guy's only twenty-four, Mazar is only twenty-three, and you know the early twenties. Yeah, and it's just they're just sort of like going to plod along with this lineup. And hope some of them break out at some point. Because if a couple of them break out in the same season, then suddenly they're they're in quite a decent position. Like break out seriously and have like a you know, like an all star season or something. Yeah, I don't I don't um, hate it. Um, oh, they got Asdrubal Cabrera as well. Is a guy I forgot about who was good for the Mets and then really not good for the Phillies last year. Um, and then there's they've got Logan Forsyth on a spring training invite and Matt Davidson. And um, obviously Ben Rivera, Hunter Pence, like they sort of just a gun, and I don't really mind it. I think I kind of, yeah. I I I like teams that you feel like someone's got a plan, even if I don't think it's the best plan yeah, you can have. It's, they've basically not really got. I like they've got the these players that are like are doing okay, um, but they've not really got the start, even the start of like contenders. There's not really any point in them signing free agents to add to it. It's like 
signing a couple of free agents is not going to make them a contender. It might not even make them better than the worst, better than last place. Or well, I suppose now the Mariners are playing out, they might get fourth this year. But you know, it's not. It's probably not going to even make them the third best team in their division. Signing like a couple of free agents, so there's kind of like, yeah, there's not really much point. We're just going to stick with what we've got with these guys that they think they like believe can be better than they are at the moment on the other side of it they're probably better than all three of the AL Central bad teams yeah and better than the Orioles obviously and they could be better than the Blue Jays maybe I mean it's possibly a bit of a stretch but it depends what the Blue Jays pitching does um I, I I don't there's, I think there's a reason to watch the Rangers this year if you're a Texas Rangers fan. Yeah, it's which similar. Is... It's the, basically they're kind of doing the same thing they have done for the last couple of years, I think. Really, with um, yeah, they've they've got a young lineup of guys and just yeah, they're not they're not making loads of moves. They're kind of keeping faith in these young guys to improve. Yeah, I would have liked to see them pick up. Um, maybe they will yet pick up like Gio Gonzalez or a relief pitcher or two in free agency. That they could then flip for something. Yeah, they they seem to like um, like getting the undervalued guys down there, a bit bit of models or stuff. Where they get the old yeah. guys, they're gonna be really cheap. Like when they uh, when they got Matt Moore. Yeah, the stuff is sort of a guy's been bad, and they. I mean, I don't. It didn't work out, did it? I don't think. But no, not just at all. Sort of, just sort of getting a lot of guys like that and having some of them work out. Matt then Moore's now playing for the Tigers, in fact. A lot more value, yeah. But anyway, that's... Uh, again, we've spent quite a lot of time talking about, like... A pretty bad team. <laughs> one of the least interesting teams. So let's move on. So the Mariners, do you Mariners, reckon? yeah. The other non-contender. Or definitely okay. non-contender. Yeah, so um, they just they just tore everything apart, didn't they? Yeah, really? they were just they they weren't even. I mean, after eight nine wins as well, eight nine win year, and they were just not even trying to hide it. They were just yeah, yeah, we we give up because they, they've they have had a big payroll for um for a while to be honest, with like the Cano contract and having uh, Nelson Cruz and stuff. I think Felix Nanda's on quite a bit, and the you know these guys are all getting older and. That they're all, I think well, Cano's still good and Nelson Cruz is still good, but like they they're not none of them are getting any better obviously anymore. No, they've got Kyle um, Seager too, who was crap last year and on a lot of money. And they've they've never made it to playoffs with that group of guys, so they were just decided there's sort of not like that much point <laughs> carrying on spending all this money at the moment. Um, yeah, they've. I think that's fair enough because they've also. Even now, you've got so like Seager I just mentioned. D Gordon's on a fair bit of money. They've now taken on Jay Bruce's contract. Yeah. And, and uh, Edwin's actually. Yeah. And I don't mind. Um, I mean, the trades they've done. I think they they've done quite well at. It, to be honest. I think it's quite a good start to a rebuild. Like the JP Crawford for Carl Se- um not Carl for um, Segura. Segura. I think that's a that could end up being a really good deal. I mean, Segura is well, he's only twenty nine, isn't he? But like, by the time the 
Mariners are next hoping to contend. Well, they be a free agent anyway, I think, and old. And JP Craw, I can't believe that the Phillies were actually willing to go up JP Crawford. To be honest, he's basically got injured didn't he, last year. Yeah, he, and um, he's he's only had a hundred at bats. Hundred? How many? Hundred eighty-seven. Yeah, he was this. He was meant to be their starting shortstop, and he was, I think, wasn't he at the start of the year? And then got yeah. an injury. I mean, he wasn't amazing, but it's like, it's a really small sample size. And he's one of these guys that was like a really highly rare prospect. Yeah. Um, as like, well, like, a, you know, in the minors. And the sort of, the sort of shortstop that they thought, you know, he's, he's like a good defender and could possibly be a really good hitter as well. And so it's, you know, I, I don't know. I, I like. I feel like that's that was quite a good deal for the um, Mariners. I thought to start their rebuild. Well, they've got him and Shed Long up the mid long term. Yeah, I, yeah. I quite like that. Yeah, if the work out, I suppose. And then they've got, um, and also their two two top prospects on pipeline are both from trades this summer. So basically, it's not this summer, this winter. Um, so it's basically a really like g solid start, I think, to the rebuild where they've actually isn't Justin Dunn also from a trade this summer. I think it's top three. Wasn't Justin Dunn in the? Maybe. Wasn't he in the Cano deal? Um, or have I made that up? I'm not 100 yes, sure. I, I think he was. Yes, it looks like he was. Yeah, so that's top three. So basically, they've like drastically improved their farm system. Got a couple of guys that are um, going to be playing in the majors like straight away, um, like young guys with Sheffield as well in the rotation, and it's like. Well, they yeah, also I'm... traded for Domingo Santana, which was a really nice move. Yeah, so I feel like they've a bit similar to the range, I suppose, but but guys that have not got as much. Um, much experience which is possibly better because it's sort of with the Rangers you feel like you know they sort of know who they, they are like now but it's sort of yeah. you can still hope for a breakout but it's getting less and less likely like you know there's been like three years in the majors for some of those guys but like you feel like they've got a um, they've got a lot of upside yeah in their, uh, like they've possibly they've possibly like slipped first stages of when people go on a long rebuild they possibly got they've got a chance to skip the first couple of years where they're like really bad with no real interest because they've already got like the prospects and young guys that are in the major immediately well that's some with some decent veterans as well like edwin and uh, jay bruce to be honest but that's the benefit of doing it what was it seemed yeah. when the news broke after last season they were going to sell everyone's thought sort of including me was like that seems too soon yeah. but otherwise you do what the tigers have done yeah it's the bad of the doing Phillies it did like before. a year or two years sooner than everyone else thought because basically in their view they thought that they're, they're not gonna make the playoffs anyway and they're probably not just going to be getting worse so it's like if they make themselves like a lot worse in the short term they're not going to 
to be bad as long because they uh, trade assets still have value. It's it's and a bold got... decision for keeping fans, yeah. and you get you get a lot of criticism for rebuilding when you win eighty nine games. But actually, it's the right thing you to do. If you're playing out the park, that's what you do now. I think. Yeah. Is you go. We're, our ceiling is. We're pretty close to our ceiling here, and we're spending a lot of money as it is. They basically so they got off most of Cano's yeah. contract, and they got top prospects for Diaz. Like it's, I, I, I think it's I, quite I, it's quite similar to what the Indians are doing, apart from it's more justified for the Mariners because <clears throat> with the Indians they they were kind of at their ceiling or they thought sort of past their best, but they were actually making the postseason and competing properly, whereas. I mean, the the Mariners front office just thought, like, just like accept they're not really going to improve from this point with this current team, and they're still not making the playoffs. So let's just, you know, if if they start the rebuild now, they've got like head pretty much. The only surprising thing for me is they didn't move Hanager. Yeah, well, I think talking about fans, I think um, I read something that's basically their concession is they're going to uh, they're going to keep Mitch Hanager. He's like their new face franchise, so a bit yeah. like the uh, the Royals with Merrifield. Yeah, um, as you said in the last episode, and also, well, do we probably move on soon because we spent quite a lot of time um, on on these two teams. But uh, Kikuchi, as well as another guy that is like an unknown, that potentially could have a lot of upside. Yeah. So it's yeah. Like, they have got the chance to basically be better than people were expecting immediately, um, which is always quite nice. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. Should we, uh, should we switch to um, the, the, the Angels? Ones. Yeah, the Angels. <clears throat> okay. Right. So go. So, I feel like I, know, I guess they they might compete. You don't really know what the Angels are going to do, do you, from year to year. They're always slightly disappointing considering they've got Mike Trout, but at the moment they feel like the absolute nailed on third best team in the division. Uh I'm not sure I'm nailed on them being third best, but I'm nailed on them not being that good. I what, think they're so gonna think they, what they'd be worse than third or, or they'd be they might beat the athletics. I think they could beat the athletics, but it's partly that I don't know how good the athletics are gonna be. Yeah, I guess it's, it's the thing where it's the, with the athletics where it's just been one year, hasn't it, really? And the athlete, I feel like the they're absolutely huge range on what the athletics could be this year. Um, the Angels, ugh, it's just it's just frustrating to be honest. Um, there's a string of bad deals that they've made that are hurting them. Uh, the Zach Kozart contract isn't a ton of money, but it's money that could have gone somewhere else. Obviously, and, the Albert yeah. deal. As we've spoken about Zach Kozak quite a lot before. I don't know if we we've do we mention him in the podcast or not, but um it's the worst deal is before they made it, it didn't even seem like a it, I wasn't even surprised he was bad last year. It's like he literally no. had one ridiculous year before they signed him to the contract. And the rest of his career he'd just like bad. Yeah. Like he was last year. Yeah, and then That's... then the pitching like so they... I know they always have pitching injuries, um, but like signing Trevor Cale and Matt Harvey. Trevor Cale was actually good for the Athletics last year. Um, well, he was not bad. He was solid. Um, Matt Harvey yeah. it just seems like 
I, I don't know at what point it stops being he's got a chance of being his old self because I think like about two years ago yeah I mean <laughs> I, you see some of that every time he's in the news is this like what if he's well is he I mean like he's not been good in a long long time he was last good in 2015 yeah it's weird that I feel like with certain players you get that thing where there's people still holding out hope whereas with you can guess players, who Matt Harvey's them... agent is if you want Oh yes, it's Scott Boras, isn't it? Yeah, it's amazing well, that's how that seems a big to happen. Part of it, but people that get sort of overhyped because you get a lot of other players that literally have like one bad year, and people write them off. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, pretty much. Uh, I mean, without trying to avoid sounding too biased, I'd say a lot of uh, a lot of the current Giants players are like that. Yeah, or well, there's quite a lot of people around the league where it just seems like their stock plummets from one dodgy season, even when they've yeah. been playing hurt. And obviously, uh, it goes the other way around, like Zach Cozart, as I just mentioned. But uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but looking at the like, obviously, Atani not pitching is absolutely massive. Um, he's not even going to hit until like May, I think. Their lineup looks okay. Once, if you've got a Tommy in there DHing and you've got Justin Ball was a nice pickup, I thought that was nice business yeah. from them. Um, he's, a, he's a good like five fitter, I think, for like any team. Yeah, but then I don't know. It just it's, it's, it's hard to be excited about them, and that's really sad because they've got a guy who might actually be the best baseball player that's ever lived, and that's that's kind of depressing, quite frankly. Like Cole Calhoun is going to be like okay. I know he was like historically bad for a while last year and then got better yeah he was incredibly unlucky for a very yeah. statistical point of view Angelston Simmons is fantastic um, and Justin Upton is is what he is like he's pretty good as well but it's just uh, I, I would have liked to see them be more ambitious this offseason I feel the lineup's another one that I don't know I feel like I feel like it's got big holes yeah but at second base it's currently David Fletcher yeah, um, um, and Jonathan Lucroy is. I mean, um, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I I guess to see how much that Kozak plays, but like if he's playing regularly, that's that's a hole. Yeah, well, he's also lineup. he's also going to be playing third if he's playing regularly. I think he's, so. It's not yeah, it's not even like he's taking up a a middle infield position or anything. Like if you're in a power hitting position and you've got him there, that's that's not it. No, um, and Luke Roy is an, another one of these guys that's like not been good that good that much of his career. Just was absolutely yeah, amazing in 2014. I, I quite I I don't mind him for a lot of teams them getting him like um like last year when he was a free agent for so long I found that a bit strange because one he's got, he's just like an experienced catcher he's a good defender and he has had years where he's been like a quite pretty quite decent hitter. So it's like I, I don't mind that as a for any really that needs a catcher. Getting Luke Roy seems like a decent move, but they they've lost. Um, uh, well, he was injured all the time anyway. But they lost Garrett Richards now, haven't they? Yeah, because almost every other year it was one of the big things before the season started was like, his big question: if Garrett Richards can stay fit. He could be a potential Cy Young contender. But he never could. <laughs> no, and now he's gone. 
So but it's sort even of though he, he was never fit, it doesn't like that is still an upside, isn't it? Yeah, that's it's the thing. It's like you always had the chance that he was going to be fit for like most of the year, and because when he when he was fit, he was really good most of the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they've they've basically uh, got a rotation of like almost of a tanking team, to be honest. How they at the moment? Yep. I think. Well, just like you said, they just they sign like Matt Harvey and just like a load of old guys and just see if they can be not terrible, really. Yeah, I don't know what they're expecting from that rotation. Like, I think that's the main reason. I think why they're not. I don't have much faith in them being great. Although, did, have they? Um, did they change manager? Yeah, I think so. Because it's always interesting to see how much difference that actually makes in um in teams. Although I feel like a, in baseball, a lot of it is above the manager. The stuff that makes the real difference. Um, because like like the uh, the Cahill signing, it's like a classic case of signing someone after a good year. But I feel like a lot of the good year might have been to do with him playing for the Athletics. Yeah, you know. I don't think he's suddenly that guy now. It's a bit, a bit so. like when the Astros um, sign any pitcher and they're suddenly a Cy Young contender. Yeah, they're suddenly. Was now. <laughs> it, I know. It, obviously, not so blatant. It wasn't so blatant as that. But I, I don't know. I feel like it, there is stuff. Um, part of it is to do with that, and it's just their pitching's basically one of these teams. Their pitching's never been that good. They never get good that good results. I mean, it was it was. Looking, it looks sort of solid last year, but you know, it's going to be it's... worse. They're pitching basically. I don't. Their pitching's not going to be as good as it was last year, which is worrying. And solid's not enough when you've got that many holes in the lineup. It's no. like, so they finished. They were what was it, eighty and eighty-two last year? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they went off um, the playoffs, to be honest. Yeah, well, yeah. Oakland had the spot and there were 17 games ahead of them. I don't know if the second wild card's going to be that high in the American League this year. I, my suspicion is it will be more like 93 or 94, but that's still a lot of games behind when they've not added anything, really. Um, not of not anything that you think is like going to really change them. I would have loved to see them I know I've said to you several times, I'd love to see them like really go for it this offseason. Yeah. All this stuff about trying to convince Trout that to stay. Yeah, like go and get Bryce Harper. Or yeah. Something. Or even if you even if they go well, like Harper money scares us a bit. Like, okay, sort of fine, but shrug. Um so it's the infield they need to be honest. It should have been Mustakis. Mustakis at third made sense. Yeah, because he was cheap as well. Yep. they could have. You could have got him on a bargain deal, and that stuck it and got one a baseman or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whoever really, there was a lot of good second baseman available. Yeah. And that wouldn't have cost him that much. I mean, like, what what did Mustakis end up signing for? Six and a half. I mean, you might Must... if you got him earlier. Well, I'm Mustakis and Marwin. Yeah. Get Marwin to play second base. I think he's a pretty solid defensive second baseman, um, and. He ended up signing for twelve million this year and nine million next year. I mean, I don't think those two signings make them like a contender for the division, but it, I'd feel a lot better about them. Yeah. For 
and then there's there are a lot of starters they could have got that may feel better about their rotation. Yeah. Uh, so it's just it's disappointing. It's so disappointing. I think we should move on it's, from them. We should, let's yeah. go on to the athletics. Yeah, we are. This, uh, the, so here we go. This is the actual top two, properly wise. It's the Astros, really, isn't it? Winning, but um, you know, the athletics might might be interesting again. Um, I'm not sure how interesting they'll be. I'm a bit low on them this year. Why? Well, Jed Lowry was insane last year, and he wouldn't be that good again. And they've lost anyway. Um, yeah. And then they've got Sean Manea's out for most of the season. All right, yeah. They've got several pitching injuries um, to other guys as well, and I, I, I just I, I oh, feel like. Um, all right, sorry about that. We just had slight technical difficulties, <laughs> but we're back. Yeah, what were you saying, Sam? Uh, I think it was I was probably waffling on about the athletics pitching. Uh, just it, I I'd be surprised if they're as effective as they were last year. And it, it just doesn't inspire confidence at all. Um, no, they've got Marco Estrada now, though. So, yeah, who has been bad for ever? <laughs> I don't know. I just, uh, I just, um, I just like them. I just like the Athletics. Yeah, so do I. Like, that doesn't they mean they're do good. Profile. What about that? Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's a nice little sign. Well, trade. Oh, we're getting little slight problems there, but let's like see if we can battle for it. Um, and then they've got their big three in the middle of the order still, obviously. Yeah. And that, this is another thing, actually, for um. I guess for Chapman particularly, isn't it? Um. See if this they can like keep this up. When guys have like a breakout year like that, um, big question is: is is this what they're going to be? Are they, can they do this? Can they? Because if players can like start doing that consistently, that's when they kind of become known as like one of the properly elite guys. I think. You know. When yeah, I mean, if he replicates, if he replicates last season, he's like up with the top five third baseman, isn't he? Yeah. Um, Matt Olson is just, you know, he's going to hit you a lot of home runs and get on base a decent amount, and that's pretty cool. Chris Davis is almost certainly going to hit two four seven. Yeah, and, and and hit forty home runs. Yeah, which is really cool. That's a big storyline actually this season is them extending him. Oh yeah, actually, they don't I've they don't love an extension. They don't love extending people, and they don't keep people. They love Chris Davis. Yeah, so. So that will be quite a significant thing for them moving forward. Um, and then they've got Ramon Laureano, I don't know if I've said that correctly, uh, who played really well and had that ridiculous highlight reel play against the Angels for war. Yeah. Um, you know, you were just saying about the pitching, though. Yeah. Do you miss that um, Lozardo might be up yeah. this year? Or is he going to be, I don't know, is he going to even be starting on the open day roster? I don't really know. But... I, yeah, I did. I knew he was coming up. <laughs> He's going to be up at some point this year, I think, almost certainly. And he is—he's uh, a pretty highly rated prospect. Yeah. I mean, that's it, I, 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 one guy. Yeah, but they've got the other guys last year, or some of them. 
Well, is is Mengden going to be able to... Is Mengden one of the injured ones? No, they, well, they've lost Trevor Cahill and Edwin Jackson, who were good for them in the second half of the season. Yeah. Um, Manea's out for most of the year. And then they've got, like, Daniel Gossett's out for the whole season. Oh. Um, and Gerald Cotton is also out. It's just... I don't know. I'm, I'm not completely. Done. I think they they'll probably be like around the wild card ish. I think the wild, the second wild card spot will be competitive this year in the American League. Yeah, they're one of those. They're going to be one of those teams that they they're. Um, yeah, they're, I don't don't think they're going to compete with the Astros really, but them competing for the wild card with like their budget and like the names. You look at the names on their roster that they've got. It's just like. It's definitely overperforming if you judge it on that and that's just sort of what they do it seems like yeah it's just kind of amazing they do it all the time that basically the two uh, two favourites might be pushing and the Twins wouldn't like that too much second wild card could well be between the Athletics and the Rays yeah well after um, after the Yankees or Red Sox you mean yeah but that's pretty embarrassing for all the other teams that spend a hell of a lot of money and those two are there spending like 15 quid a week two of the best well run teams if they don't spend anything um, yeah the other thing is they've got Sean Murphy coming up to catch at some point yeah they've they've got quite a few decent prospects actually haven't they still yeah um, see I don't know I just, the thing is I feel like the one of those teams is unpredictable really because you like I just said you look at the names on the roster and you feel like they don't look that good um, and there's the other thing like I mean the health concerns sort of go for everyone but I always feel like one of these teams if if they lose one of the guys at the heart of their lineup it's going to hurt them a lot yeah just because the sort of the knock on effect I, I could see them winning like 90 games again but I wouldn't put my money on that I think they're probably going to be above 500 but not a lot I'd have them like around the 85 mark uh, yeah yeah definitely wildcard contender I think um, should we talk about the before we finish yeah we probably should do they are pretty good yeah um, so what is there to even say about those really um, just... there's there's more uncertainty than there was last year why why, why, why do you think that well I'm not saying there's a lot of uncertainty. There's, I mean, there's more. Because... What, well, because of, like, Correa having a down year and stuff? Uh, oh, partly, but then in the rotation, mainly, that they... they had At the so start of last guys. year, they had Morton, McCullers, and Keuchel behind the Cole and Verlander, and this year they don't. I mean, McHugh, Miley, Peacock, and then Forrest Whitley... Are all probably going to be very good because Astros pitchers, as a rule, always are. But that's less certainty than than those guys. Yeah, you've not seen them be good yet. Not for like 180 innings sort of thing. Yeah, it's it's one of those things, isn't it? That I, I mean, I don't know whether they cheat or not or whatever they do, but like, well, like Garrett Cole, like Garrett Cole was everyone was told was this ace, and then at the Pirates he was just what what like four ERA every year. Just absolutely ordinary, yeah. average pitcher. Yeah. Then goes Astros and almost immediately 
is the ace that everyone was saying he is. It's. You, I feel like they just make pitches better. Yeah. And it sort of doesn't matter how, that much how they do it, to be honest. Yeah, they or, do. Or who they have. Yeah. And and last year, you like, won like over 100 games. And it felt like they had a disappointing season. I know. I and know. I, like, I, Correa being bad. And like, they had a lot of injuries and stuff, didn't they, I think, last year? They still have the highest ceiling in Major League Baseball, I think. I think the best way to look at it is the middle of their order. They have Beckman, Altuve, and Correa, who are all like properly elite. Pretend. I mean, Correa is a bit of an unknown after last season, but it was, wouldn't be surprising if they were all like 900 OPS. Yeah, they've they've got a lot of outfielders though. Have you seen how many outfielders they've got? Yeah, yeah. So I could see them. I don't know. Probably not before the season starts at this point, but it's a definite like maybe even first half of the season thing if they they could trade an outfielder or two for like just relievers or something what are you thinking tucker or alvarez do you reckon they'd trade one of them no i I, maybe i reckon they i don't reckon they'd trade them because they they seem to having homegrown guys seems to be one of their big things i mean tucker tucker has like a really high ceiling doesn't he i'm more thinking they'd like i don't know maybe they'd they'd bring tucker up and like trade Reddick or something like that. Yeah, because they've also got uh, just yeah they have just got so many of them lying around, haven't they? Um, I guess it's just yeah. a question of of what teams would. Well, now they could trade that for a starter if there's a bit of uncertainty from their starting pitchers. Yeah. Um, like any old starter will do, and they'll make them Cy Young contender. Yeah. So that's possible. I how strong do you think they're going to be this year? Do you think they'll be 103 wins again um I, well, I if you compare it to like their numbers like their win number from last year I feel like they're going to be better than last year to be honest but it seems ridiculous and they're going to be better than 103 wins so yeah I mean I'm not sure I suppose Brand- they, they have lost a lot of guys but Brantley's a big addition also, though, if he can stay yeah. healthy like Brantley's possibly better than like any of the hitters they lost. Yeah. But basically, their offense I think is going to be better because they they had periods last year I think where they struggled offensively, didn't they? Their offense could be like a powerhouse again, like it was um, when they won the World Series. I'm um I'm currently looking on RotoChamp at their projected lineup. Robinson Chirinos, who they signed, um, to replace Brian McCann. Yeah, is is down to be their nine hitter with a seven nine two OPS in these projections. Jesus. Well, there we go. That's basically my point, then, really, isn't it? Yeah, that that's kind of what I was saying. That that's pretty good. That is pretty good. Jesus, I I could see them winning like a hundred and five. I think. Yeah, they they um. I feel like it's kind of a bit of a pivot from last season, like this for their team. Obviously, kind of pitching's not going to be as good again because that was like historically good. Yeah. In the rotation, wasn't it? But the lineup is going to be back, possibly even better than it was. Saying that with their pitching, though, they've got Forrest Whitley coming up, and Josh James is going to come and pitch this year. Yeah, this the thing. They're another one of these teams that's um, that they're good now, and have also got prospects. They've also got a farm system. I guess it's sort of what you get from um, 
the long rebuilds and stuff, isn't it? Yeah. You get these teams that that manage to do both at the same time. And that's kind of how you get a dynasty, I think. Really, isn't it? Yeah. Not only the stuff about the talk of the Cubs when they're having a dynasty, and then they were going to have a dynasty, and they traded away all their prospects. Yeah, and they now play for the White Sox and the Yankees. Yeah. Great stuff, lads. But, like, yeah, well, have they made... Well, they got Cole, didn't they? What did they give yeah. up for Jared Cole? Um... Oh, Colin Moran. Oh, yeah. Mainly. Um, else. Um, so he's a star Joe now, Musgrove. but I mean, like, Colin, there was no chance Colin Moran was, like, he never looked like he was going to be really good enough to make the, uh, the Astros infield. No, which is so. just disgustingly good. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what, another thing they could do here is, so they've got, because um, of Brantley's ball, it might, the outfield seems extra crowded, but if Tucker takes his spot in the outfield, Brantley can either move to first or DH a lot. Yeah. And then they can use Tyler White and Gurriel at first, or maybe use Tyler White primarily at first and yeah, use Gurriel around the got depth, haven't they? Like, yeah. The guys they've lost, they just seem stupid depth. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's. We'd need to finish like pretty quickly to be honest. Right. Time, but um, yeah. That was the uh, the AL West. Um, yeah. What are we doing next time? Should we complete the American League? Oh uh, yeah, okay. Like like you're doing for the previews on the website. Yeah, I've actually American done them in this. First. I've done them in this order as well, actually. Oh, what do you do? Much. Divisions? Not quite. No, I've I've done um. I just I've got like the best things left at the end, basically. But oh, I did yeah. do them, going through them. So um, yeah, you can uh, you can look at those as well if you want to on the website. Frontiersports.co.uk. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Bye.